thoughts and opinions expressed on Halal Money Matters do not necessarily reflect the views of Saturna Capital, Amanda Mutual Funds, or their affiliates. Welcome to Halal Money Matters, presented by Saturna Capital. I'm Christopher Patton. And I'm Oni Salam. Today's episode is really seeking to answer a question, and I want to know your take on this question before we jump in with our guest, and that is, does the Islamic model of investing outperform what we would call traditional finance? Yeah, you know, so we, we get this question a lot. And, uh, you know, whenever we're out, typically, you know, people aren't really, industry practitioners are not asking a question, they're making a statement. So a there's, times, there's, there's a strong belief then. There's already. a strong belief okay. that, that, that's out there. And so, you know, it's like, okay, let's dig into this a little further. Is there really something there is really the idea. And, and, and so, uh, you know, from from a retail investor perspective, you know, yeah, they're they're happy and they're proud of the fact that they, they would be you know outperforming. But it, it's for them, it's like, are we uh, as long as we're not underperforming? You know, it's like really badly, then they should be fine with the Islamic principles. But but it, I I really like this episode because it kind of drills down into, okay, let's talk about this un- outperformance and what what does that, what does that really mean? And perhaps not surprisingly, this might be a harder question to answer. It may not be just a yes or no answer, <laughs> shockingly. Yeah. To help us dig into this question, uh, we're going to speak with Dr. Dawood Ashraf. He's a senior research economist at the Islamic Research and Training Institute. He's got a PhD in banking and finance from the University of Wales. Yeah, and he's really kind of you know spent most of his professional life researching this exact topic. So we're going to be talking about today. So I'm, I'm really excited. So thank you, uh, Dr. Usher, for for joining us on this topic. You know, does Islamic investing really outperform? I think this is a question that comes up over and over again. And, you know, as Muslims, we're very, very proud of the fact that the answer for us, at least, is always yes. Um, and so I think it, this is a good topic for us to discuss. And and really, from your research, which, alhamdulillah, you've been able to do quite a bit of in this area, uh, maybe we'll be able to come up with an answer which is more, more succinct and maybe even truthful. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I'm curious. Is the answer yes? We're settled on that? Sounds like we've answered the question already. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the answer is uh, yes and no as well. It depends on the time period that you're looking at. Given my background, when I started first, so I had that feeling that the uh, Sharia screening helps investors to gain better returns uh, for um, two major reasons. One is the absence of sin stock from the portfolio, and second is the lower leverage. So having lower leverage means that when the market is going really, really down uh, and financial stocks are beating up quite a bit, so at that point in time, your portfolio will act like a, a hedge against this whole situation. And with that view in my mind, I started my research on uh, on Islamic equity investings and uh, the initial results, I, I took the first one on the Saudi market as Saudi market was the biggest market, Saudi still is the biggest market for the mutual fund investing. So I looked at it and I find that there are mutual funds that are performing better than the than their benchmark. And uh, but there are other ones that are not performing better than their benchmark, which, which simply tells me that there are some good managers and there are some bad managers. It, it makes more sense, I guess, to do it in the... Uh, like a regular index to a Sharia index rather than 
an index to a manager, right? Because uh, you're right, it does it does yeah. uh, play into so, you know how good the so, manager is, or he's just on a good run, and maybe he won't perform three four years later. Exactly. See what, what happened. So that, that's what my thought was immediately once I finished that paper, finished that research. I, I I had the feeling that it may be the manager. It's not the Sharia screening standard or anything. So the second piece uh, that I worked on uh, was basically looking at this specific uh, question. And then at that point in time, I thought maybe like if I pick up mutual funds and try to understand the performance difference, I may not be able to get the right answer. So uh, I worked with a colleague from uh, from Prince Muhammad University and we looked into uh, the performance of indices. And then at that point in time, uh, the ideas were more clear. Is it the performance all time or is it the performance during the uh, downturn of the, the, the market and so on and so forth. So this piece of research, what we did is we used indices. So this is now what we're trying is we're trying to compare Apple with Apple. So the benchmark is an index and the Sharia compliant uh, in equity investment is an index as well. So we, we took out the manager, we took out the market timing. And then, as I mentioned to you, the, the idea was to look at whether this performance is in, in general every time we get it, or is it specific to a specific time period? So in that piece of research, what we found was that there is no evidence that the Islamic uh, equity investment outperforms uh, the conventional investments at all the time. However, we find that at times, and especially during the time when the market is experiencing a, an extreme downfall. So it's not the downfall that we see, say, for example, after every three, four, five weeks, we see the market is going down a few hundred points and then it recovers back. I'm talking about that the market went down maybe around 20 to 25, 10, more than 10%. And then in those times, we see that the performance of the Islamic equity investments are uh, better than the conventional uh, investments. So we look at the, the basic model of using the capitalist pricing to understand uh, what are the source of that uh, performance deviation, if there is any. Uh, we consistently have observed that the downfall of the Sharia-compliant invest, investment vehicles are far less than the downfall of the general market. But it was significant, like in, in terms of being an, a, a, a researcher. So it was statistically significant. So th th these are the things that uh, are important. So, But when we talk about the equity investment, there are several other things that we need to look at. And I must say that the performance difference could come from, from within the Sharia screening criteria. So say, for example, the major Sharia screening criteria that, 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 that has come from this contemporary Sharia scholars are is the, the, the Dow Jones uh, Sharia screening criteria back in 2000, back in 1998-99. This criteria used the quantitative screening uh, by using the market value of equity. While there are other uh, sc screening criteria that use uh, book value of equity as the uh, basis for, the, for determining the leverage and all other ratios for compliance status. So if we look at these different standards, then maybe there is a difference between the performance based on the Sharia screening standard. And what we found time and again is, first, let me, let me put this, how it is different. So when you're using the market value of equity, 
uh, as the denominator for the Sharia screening. So what happened is when the market is going up more quickly, those equities that are gaining value, uh, that they're gaining in price, will become Sharia compliant. And those, and when the market is going down, the, the those equities that are losing values quickly will be Sharia compliant sooner. So this way, the market uh, mechanism can help. O on yeah. one side, it could ex exacerbate. On the other side, it can be helpful in in, in terms that it will uh, help the, uh, the the manager fund manager to quickly make the decision and get out of the get out of the position. But at the same time. The manager is working with the with the portfolio, which is kind of following a momentum strategy. Yeah, and that, that's a really good point that you mentioned because conventional wisdom, or at least you know, in the in the in the in the Islamic investment community, is is that you know during a bull market when the markets are going up, the highly leveraged companies actually tend to outperform because they have the leverage. And then in the yeah. down market, the reason why Islamic investing outperforms is because those are the companies we never owned. And thus, um, you know, th those are the ones that are falling the worst because they have debt and they can't pay their debts, you know, that type of thing. So are, are you saying that might not be the case? And it's more about the fact of this momentum uh, shifts that happen? See, see, the thing is like how an equity would be Sharia compliant is based on the denominator. So just for our uh, listeners, majority of the Sharia screens have a debt uh, total debt to either market composition, which is the denominator, or total assets, which is the denominator. And most of them have it between 30, less than 30 or 32 percent. So basically, exactly. I just wanted to yeah. clarify. So what, what happened with this one is, so say, for example, if an equity is Sharia incompliant because of the debt leverage ratio, if the price of that equity start rising and it gets to the threshold level where it comes under 33 percent, so now in that case, if the price goes up, so the Sharia compliant equity holder will benefit if it buys it at the 33% point, will get benefit from the rise in price. So he will get the whole benefit of rise in price as soon as the, the, the equity touch this, uh, the threshold point. Now, on the, other, on the other side, as soon as the price of that equity started going down, so it will become quickly Sharia incompliant as it breaks and it breaks the 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 ceiling of 33% or 30% whatever be the number that the sharia the, the fund fund manager is following mm -hmm. and then suddenly this equity will become incompliant and it has to go out of the portfolio so this means that on both sides on the upside the the fund manager can benefit from the rising price and on the downside it, it can protect itself as soon as it touches the uh, the floor so in, given the situation Personally, I believe that it will be benefit, beneficial to the to the equity holder, but my concern more most probably is on the Sharia compliance side. That are we getting into a speculative uh, portfolio which uh, basically uh, follow the the trend in the market? So that 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 needs to be addressed, and th that is one of the concern when we are using the. A market value of equity. But on the other side, when we are using the book value of equity, the adjustment in the market is too slow. Uh, most of the time, it is after almost one year. So one year time, the, uh, the fund manager can hold on. But during this time, whatever has happened to the stock uh, in the market, the, the stock will remain in the portfolio. So again, one or the other way, there are issues that that, that can raise in one, of the, one or the other uh, standards. So the next piece of my research that I looked at 
was whether there is a difference in performance based on the um, Sharia screening standard. So this happened in 2016, and I had the data until 2014. So given that that that, that, that period of time, we did find that uh, that the book value effect would be being more stable approach for the Sharia screening uh, was kind of more favorable to the Sharia uh, stock, the, the Sharia uh, and compliant equity investors. However, when we did the same analysis in 2021 uh, on the uh, during the COVID and after COVID-19 time, like during this time when there was an extreme shortfall in March to 2020 and then thereafter the recovery. And what we found that the uh, market value of equity in fact helped uh, the Sharia compliant investors to gain better returns than the book value of equity uh, investors in the, in the book value of equity. So that's more like a more short-term in nature, right? I mean, two years from 14 to yes. 16 and then, and then now but we we always are you know talking to our shareholders about long term investing you know 5 year 10 year 15 year you know mostly when they do invest they're trying to build wealth right not not yeah. make money so what what happens in that in that situation see in in that like the first piece of research as i mentioned 2014 it was over the uh, 2008 so about 6 years to okay uh, the horizon but this one that i'm talking now about this covid period is only 2 years so uh, and and that 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 is something i believe that there is a need maybe a standardization like as you started talking uh, you you try to under, you try to explain how these two different standards work yeah so for any ordinary investor it is always difficult to get okay so which one is better and why you have several standards so i think the the it it may be a responsibility of the the scholars community as well as from the investment side that we should try to reach to a point uh, that is kind of uniform uh, and try to get to a point which is more acceptable to everybody and then it would be very helpful for the investor uh, as it will reduce uh, confusion what yeah. sharia standard is is a good one or which, which standard is is, a, is is not as good as the other one and that purely has to be done based on sharia not based on which one outperforms one or the other Right, for, for sure not. Yeah, for yeah, sure not. Yeah. Th- that's why, like when when I say that we need to think very clearly, it is important for the transparency of in for 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 the investors as well. Like a, right. an investor who is coming with the faith in mind ha- does not have to make decisions which way to go. It has to be transparent, straightforward, and should not be if and what kind of uh, scenarios. I, I think that the scholars at least have done a good job. It's you know what I found is that it really even in finance. You know, there's a disagreement on how do you value a company. Uh, you know, whether it's on assets, what's on the market value, enterprise value, those type of things. So, I mean, they're coming at it from a sure perspective. But even in finance, there's a difference of opinion as to how you do that, and that that shows up in the sure criteria as well. Um, um, also, so now going going back to this area. So, ha- has there been any research done, for example? I mean, so the Dow Jones in- Index came out, let's at roughly around 1997 or so, um, and that was you know during the kind of right in the middle of the dot-com kind of increase. And then there's a crash and then, you know, other things have happened, but have you done any analysis of let's supposing the Dow Jones, you know, all world, for example, and, and the, uh, the Dow Jones Islamic index over like that longer period of time, the 20, 20, 25 years or so? No, no, I, I did not do that. That's, that, okay. that's a good idea. I think I should look at it now. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, well, we might but have we, you on another podcast to talk about that one then. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> See, what, what we have done is recently, and that for that we use a little bit trick to uh, to construct our own portfolios. Is uh, uh, we took from uh, Crisp the data since 1976 to, if I'm not wrong, 2017, and then uh, based on the constituent S&P 500, we created Sharia compliant indices right from the beginning. Uh, our business screening criteria was not very good. Like uh, we just use uh, an ad hoc approach where we took out all the financial institutions. Then we applied the just the leverage ratios and all those ratios. What we found, like th- that's interesting. I think if there is a difference in performance, maybe it would not be as much because of our uh, a bit ad hoc approach for the uh, business screening. We find that the Islamic equity investments, in fact, has performed over the longer period better than the, the conventional one. But what interesting is that if we use a smart beta strategy, so say, for example, if we are using a low-risk investment strategy, with basically low-volatility investment strategy, the performance of Islamic equity investments is far better than the performance of market capitalization-based S&P 500. So the same number of stocks, the same time period. The only difference is that the weighting that we have applied is not based on the market capitalization, rather it is based on the uh, riskiness of the stocks. So the higher the volatility of the stock, the lower the weight in the portfolio. And then the amazingly, the results were amazing. Like if I'm recalling properly, I think over the period of 25 years on an, on annual basis, our return was like one and a half percent or two percent higher than the. Uh, return of the S&P 500. I'm, I'm talking about on average uh, annually. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good number. Th- that's pretty good return. That's pretty yeah. good number. Yeah. So, uh, th- th- and that, that that is something that I, I think that we all need to look at, that market capitalization is not the only approach to construct portfolio. There are other ways, maybe more suitable for the Islamic equity investments, especially the fundamental weighting in, uh, technique would be really helpful for the Islamic equity investors, because uh, the company that are really good in doing the business usually are less leveraged, uh, more dividend paying. So this way, the total return for those companies which are having higher fundamental value would be uh, more beneficial to the investor, especially when, as you mentioned earlier, that the investment is long term. So given the long term, long term horizon, it would be good for the Islamic equity investors to to look at portfolio which is constructed not purely based on market capitalization, rather other ways to do that. So mm-hmm. we, in, in in finance we call them the smart betas, but you can call it what some yeah. some other name as well. Yes. Yeah. So just as a recap, and then so that, like for example, then you know from that perspective, if you look at low volatility portfolios, there is a statistical difference, and and maybe the Islamic ones do outperform. But generally speaking, on an index index comparison. Um, you know, over a longer period of time, as you mentioned, there was statistically no difference, but then periods of time in the middle when there are, let's say, crises uh, or the market corrections, then there is some kind of a, a opportunity for Islamic investors to outperform in the, in, 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 you know, in, the, in the funds that they have. Is that pretty much a good summary? Oh, yes. What we need to look at is when, whenever we talk about the Islamic equity investment, as, as, as Munam has mentioned about the low volatility, it's just not the low volatility. We, 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 in the portfolio, you took out uh, SIN stocks as well. So you are more comfortable investing in 
those companies as you are uh, basically uh, not only not, not only getting the return but also you are uh, uh, performing your social duty as well where mm-hmm. you are uh, investing in those stocks that are more useful to the society for me there's two lessons right one is is that if you can if you can stick to your beliefs and be able to do just as good as a market on an index level then 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 why not right because you'll feel more comfortable with it you'll be able to sleep better at night and maybe also you'll be in a better place in the here in in the afterlife as well right so that's that's one aspect of it but the second part of it then it it speaks to then you know another way to put it would be then you know the active management is what could drive the portfolio to do better than an uh, you know a, 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 a an index and so you know active management on the stomach side would probably then you know lead to possibly our performance over just putting it into an index yeah in, in the see, see the thing is like if you are comparing the performance of an islamic fund manager i i always say that uh, you cannot compare the performance of an islamic man, fund manager with the performance of s&p 500 mm. so it has to be s&p 500 sharia so that you are comparing apple with apple you're not mm-hmm. paying your manager for something that you could achieve without hiring a manager so sure. if you're hiring an active manager it has to be uh, pure performance and an alpha which is produced by the manager not by the uh, by the strategy of investment yeah that's a good point have you done any similar research into sukuk and how that compares and what what would you be comparing it to and that kind of relationship yeah, with with the sukuk you cannot compare the performance uh, of sukuk with that of a bond and the, the reason is both are uh, debt instrument uh, they don't compete with each other in in the sense as the fund managers are competing for funds in case of the equity islamic equity investments and the uh, conventional investment so what you see there is uh, you try to compare the price, whether somebody, a company which is issuing a sukuk, uh, do they have higher cost of funding as compared with issuing a bond? In, in those cases, uh, it all, and, and then like the, the, the issue with the debt issuance is there are so many things within that, the rating of the institution, the rating of the project. There, so uh, there is, it is a bit difficult to compare the, uh, compare it in meaningful way. So I, I never had that opportunity. Uh, I tried it a couple of times uh, on index to index level basis. The, I did. I was not feeling comfortable that the findings that I'm getting is uh, is really from the index performance, or is it because of the economic environment in which we are we, we are in? So that's why, like, I, I decided to stay away from that. One good thing that I uh, I see in the Sukuk market, especially in the past, five, let's put it five years, and especially the last couple of years, uh, that the sovereigns are more active in the market, especially from the GCC on one side. And second is that the kind of issues that are coming from uh, like green Sukuk, like uh, uh, performance-based Sukuk. So all these things are really interesting. And uh, that basically tells us that the Islamic finance industry is growing and is maturing uh, and is able to offer instrument, at least, which is comparable to what the conventional side is offering. And thank you for your, the research you have done and will continue to do. I think you know, that goes a long ways for, for everybody to have a better uh, understanding of it, because the more we know, 
the better decisions we can make, right? Sure. Um, that's kind of the idea. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a good thing that you guys are working on uh, helping investors to understand what they're investing in and uh, Sharia screening standard and performance of uh, Islamic equity investment is an important area and I believe that this conversation will help your audience to better understand what are the drivers of performance in Islamic equity investments. Consider an investment's objectives, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing. To obtain this and other important information about the Amana Funds in a current prospectus or summary prospectus, please visit amanafunds.com or call toll-free 1-800-728-8762. Please read the prospectus or summary prospectus carefully before investing. The Amana Funds are distributed by Saturna Brokerage Services, member FINRA and SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Saturna Capital, the investment advisor to the Amana Funds. Investing involves risk, including the risk that you could lose money. The Amana Funds restrict investments to those companies consistent with Islamic and sustainable principles, which limits opportunities and may affect performance. This material is for general information only and is not a research report or commentary on any investment products offered by Saturna Capital. This material should not be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy any security in any jurisdiction where such an offer or solicitation would be illegal. We do not provide tax accounting or legal advice to our clients and all investors are advised to consult with their tax, accounting, or legal advisors regarding any potential investment. Investors should not assume that investments in the securities and or sectors described were or will be profitable. This podcast is prepared based on information Saturna Capital deems reliable. However, Saturna Capital does not warrant the accuracy or completeness of the information. Investors should consult with a financial advisor prior to making an investment decision. The views and information discussed in this commentary are at a specific point in time, are subject to change, and may not reflect the views of the firm as a whole. All material presented in this publication, unless specifically indicated otherwise, is under copyright to Saturna. No part of this publication may be altered in any way copied or distributed without the prior express written permission of Saturna Capital.